my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys had a terrific weekend. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my good friend Aaron Bandler. It's always a great time talking to Aaron. Uh, we covered a lot. We talked a little bit about the, um, you know, the the, uh, the the news of the week, which has been nothing but these these police involved shootings. Uh, we didn't get into the specifics, but we kind of talked about our, our overall thoughts on that topic, and we covered a lot. I think you guys will enjoy it. Before I get to Aaron, guys, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at Bulk munitions uh ladies and gentlemen is your ammo box empty of course it is because you can't find ammo anywhere (laughs) fear not my friends that is where uh our brothers over at bulk munitions have you covered um whatever you need they have in stock whether you're looking for 223 or 5.56 9 millimeter or whatever else you need they have it in stock ready to ship fast um they don't sell it on the site unless it is in stock, ready to go, uh, zero back orders, and all orders ship within two business days. And we always like working with companies that share our values here at the No Gimmicks Podcast, and Bulk Munitions is no different. Um, they started the company because while there are a number of other decent online ammo retailers, those guys are looking out for their own interests. The folks at Bulk Munitions want their work to serve a higher purpose. That's why they tithe at least 10% of their profits to Christian-based and Second Amendment supporting uh, charities. And if that isn't great enough, guys, they're offering this audience a limited time offer. The first 25 of you guys to use the promo code TNGP21, that is TNGP21, on an order over $100 gets a brand new, absolutely free Blackhawk magazine case. Uh, and you have two options, either a soft-sided case for pistol mags or a hard-sided case for AR-15 mags. You get that on the house with any order uh, over 100 bucks with the promo code TNGP21. You can check out that order right now at bulkmunitions.com slash TNGP. Um, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at at no gimmicks pod please subscribe on itunes soundcloud google play spotify wherever you get your podcast make sure to subscribe and if you like the podcast and want to get involved you can support us monthly over on patreon patreon.com slash the no gimmicks podcast all right without further ado the great aaron bandler all right guys we're here with my brother aaron bandler aaron how have you been man been good you know just uh busy <laughs> like, like everyone else i'm sure how about yourself Oh, very busy. I mean, every, every day I have like 36 hours worth of stuff to do, and I'm just sad that days aren't 36 hours long. That's where I'm at in life. Uh, yeah, I I don't blame you. <laughs> Neither one of us even have kids yet or anything. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah, man? seriously. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> at, at, at that point, there'll just be no time yeah. for anything ever. I just realized that like most of both of our friends just have it way worse than us, and we're just complaining about being too busy. <laughs> so it's like okay, it's 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 like the the ultimate like first world problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So like, look, when I was putting together the show this morning, it's wild. Like, I, I realized that there hasn't been much real news happening lately. You know, about a week ago, week and a half ago, the Democrats went nuts and introduced a bunch of legislation to like pack the Supreme Court and abolish the Electoral College and ban guns and, and all this, all their like sociopathic communist nonsense. Yeah. But like that legislation's not going anywhere and nothing happened over the weekend, you know, not really in terms of national news. Um, yeah. Know, obviously, the press is focusing all these on all these police involved shootings. Um, and that's just not national news. Like, I, I just want to I just need to get that out there. Like, 
That's not why I do this. That's not why I do this podcast. It's not national news. And it's not that I don't care about that. You know, and, and we could debate things like police reform and, and stuff like that. I'd talk policy, but that's not what anybody's interested in doing. And it's just bizarre to me, man. Like, it, it's not national news anytime anything sad happens anywhere in the country. You know what I mean? Like, that's not news. That's local news. Yeah. That's news within certain communities locally. But that's not national news. Like, I, I don't want to be callous to say that, but, like, it's just not national news. Like, that's not the kind of stuff I want to cover on this podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I happen to agree. I think the reason why the media, of course, are, are covering all of these police shootings um, and covering them dishonestly, I might add, which is where the key part is, is that, they, is that they are trying to uphold certain narratives, you know, which is the idea that there's that there is systemic racism in policing um, that and in all of these unjustified killings of of of. Of, well, I mean, I have worse than that. Like, basically, they're, say, they're saying that, that there's just, there's systemic racism among police murdering murdering blacks, basically. Like, that, that's, that's the narrative that they, they want to uphold. Um, they want to see riots. Um, and you don't have to take my word for it. Like, you can see, you can see like, Nicole Hannah-Jones of the New York Times, who's awful, like, just who was embracing the, 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 the name um, or the moniker of the 1619 riots back in June of last year after George Floyd. Um, and, and of course, the iconic image of an MSNBC reporter saying that the protests were, are mostly peaceful as a, a bird, as, as a building is on fire behind them. Um, but, 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 but when, but when you, when you promote narratives, like the, the systemic racism on policing narratives, it's like, yeah, like that, that that's how you get riots. And, and that's, what's going to happen when you cover these things. It's honestly like. Um, like the Dante Wright shooting in, in Minnesota. That's that was clearly an example of a police officer. It was it was an, it was an accident. Like you could, you can tell watching the video that Kim Potter had meant to shoot him with 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 a taser, but she accidentally shot her gun. It's a it's a horrible thing to have to have happen. Um, she is like she'll likely go to jail yeah. for involuntary manslaughter as she should. Um. But there's a difference between an accident like that and just straight up murder. Um, yeah, well, and I mean, with it, that case yeah. specifically, with that case specifically, uh, the Dante Wright case. I mean, that's like the the best example I can possibly think of of just non news. I mean, like it's horrible. Like I feel bad for you know, say a prayer for the guy's family and stuff. But like, yeah, it's literally there was no like race involved. Like race wasn't a factor. And not even like, yeah, exactly. You know, not even like over policing or police state stuff or like none of that. Like none of that was a factor at all. Like one of the cops that was, you know, talking to the guy was black, and then this this woman, this female cop, she, you know, she thinks she's holding a Glock, but she's holding a taser, and and she's completely incompetent, obviously, and shoots the guy and kills him by accident. She says, like, quote, "Oh shit, I shot him." You know, like she, it was clearly an accident. There's video. The body cams were on. There's video evidence that it was an accident. I mean, it's like that—that that is the definition of. Not, I mean, it, it's not. That sucks for that family in Minnesota, but that's it. I mean, there's nothing here. Like, there's nothing here to talk about. But that story still dominated the the news for like 72 hours. Like, it's madness. It, well, and, and I would say that it's still going to dominate the, the news going forward. Um, and and the way they're covering the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, the way they're covering it is they're basically setting it up for there to be riots, because because as the trial's been going on, it, 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 the more and more evidence has come out that 
that George Floyd was as high as a horse on fentanyl. Um, and that, and, and, and because of that, it, it, it's, 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 it's a lot more difficult for the prosecution to prove that Derek Chauvin's knee on his neck, or I guess even his shoulder now is, is what looks like it may, may have happened, um, specifically caused George Floyd's death, you know, and that doesn't mean that what Derek Chauvin did was right or justified. Um, but in, in, a, in a court of law, you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, which is an extremely high standard. And people who, and if you've been watching the, the, the trial, because of the evidence of, of, about the toxicology report, you know, and the drug storage void system, it, it, it becomes, it, it's, it's looking like it's going to be hard for the prosecution to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Derek Chauvin's knee on George Floyd's neck actually was, was the cause of death. Yeah, I mean you're absolutely so, right, but like, and, and so, so the problem, so the problem with that is that now, is that now the media has set it up, has, has been portraying it as if it's like an open and shut case, of 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 second degree murder. You know, a second degree murder, you have to prove intent, and right now it, it's like it's hard enough to prove causality, um, in 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 in, in this case, let alone intent. Um, but that's not how the media is portraying it. So I so I think. That the most likely scenario is probably going to be a hung jury because um, I'm sure that there will be some jurors who feel who feel like they'll, you know, they the, feel like that they'll have to vote in favor of a conviction be, just to avoid riots. Yeah, I mean, just um, to, to but, keep but themselves I'm, safe, probably. Yeah, keep you know? themselves safe, and and I'm sure others will say, well, there's just not enough evidence here to show that the knee and the neck was specifically the cause of death, um, and so I I. I, I I think even if I'm not mistaken, hung jury results in a mistrial, so it's not the final verdict. But I think even that in and of itself will be enough to cause riots. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, and, no, I mean, and, and, and if it gets off all together, I think there going to be riots yeah. regardless. I just think that the the Democrats, the the Democratic politicians, love rioting. You know, they think they can use it to their advantage. I think there's going to be riot, riots regardless. But like, I mean, just real quick, I you know, don't I, I don't. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad, obviously, that cops wear body cameras. I'm glad the footage gets released. The alternative yeah. would be evil, right? The alternative is uh, much worse, obviously. It's agents of the state doing whatever they want in secret, and nobody wants that, mm. let alone, yeah. you know, your boy, a libertarian. But, like, you know, I, I told my wife the other day, like, I, 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 can't, I cannot watch these videos. You know what I mean? Like, it's not healthy. You know what I mean? Like, I just accidentally saw a 13-year-old kid get shot and killed on Twitter the other day. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what I was clicking on, right? And I just, yeah. And so, so it's like, man, like, that is not normal. Like, it's not normal to see that anytime something like that happens anywhere in the country. Like, that's just not what the news is supposed to be. I have to imagine constantly being inundated with this stuff is, is probably taking a toll on, on people's mental health. You know, I, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. But it's just like, you, you know what I mean, though, man? It's like, I... I, I'm, I'm doing political commentary, obviously, so I have to cover what's in the news. But like, I, I just—you're not supposed to see these local news tragedies from Minnesota or, or you know, insert random, random state. Like, it's just not normal. It's not health. It's not sustainable. Like, we can't just as a nation, 330 some odd million people, we can't get up in arms anytime someone dies. I mean, like, tens of thousands of people die every day. Like, it's just, we can't, like, people get shot, people get killed. Like, it's just not something we can just constantly cover anytime anything sad happens. Like, it's just, I just don't see, like, 
we just the country won't survive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we can't keep going yeah, through this and, like every few days. You know. Right, and and obviously, every innocent life lost is a, is a tragedy, a tragedy, and it's you know it's it's heartbreaking. Um, but but yeah, I, I mean, just be constantly inundated with. Um, you know, constantly inundated with, with people's deaths. Like, yeah, it, it's it's not, it's 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 definitely not sustainable for mental health standpoint, especially when you consider what's been happening over the past year plus. You know, with you know unending lockdowns, etc., from the pandemic. Like, there's already a lot of people who are suffering. Um, you know, from being isolated because of because of lockdowns. You know, it, it's it's. It shows a short-sightedness of lockdown proponents, given that they're only looking at one side of the equation and not the other side, which is that you know people, human beings are meant to be with each other and socialize with each other. Um, they're not meant to be kept apart from each other, um, you know. And and they're meant to. And I think human beings also aren't meant to be happy, you know, and and, and like being inundated with positive things, you know. Um, and and so when you have a a, a a pandemic going on where where idiot democratic politicians are keeping everyone locked down for no good reason um co combined with, with with the way the news media gaslights um with with, with gaslights the, the the country with these shootings um it's it, it's 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 a very unsustainable combination and you know i would say that it's literally playing with fire yeah, man. You know, I mean, like, this human thing only takes so much. Yeah, like a combination of, you know, being told to hide your face, don't have any interactions with other human beings, hide in home, hide at home because you're afraid of a virus, and then look at this video of a 13-year-old getting killed by a cop, and then here's a bunch of Democratic politicians telling you to go out and riot. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't think that's sustainable. But, like, I, I'm like the police-involved shooting thing. Like, there's only two—there's only two— topics like worth discussing ever and it's not like i can't go through like these individual case by case that's just not worth doing i, I don't think on a national level but like police reform obviously is a, is a worthy topic to discuss and we've talked about that a lot on the podcast and then the the only other angle that i can see worth worth mentioning is just the press's role in all, all this like you said and just for instance just just an example of the the 13 year old kid in chicago adam toledo was his name who was shot and killed by police like he had a gun right he discharged the gun at two in the morning and was running from the cops with a gun in his hand. And as he was raising his hands towards the cops, he w threw the gun like behind a fence to try to hide it. The press, I believe it was CBS News um, specifically, yeah. who, who acquired the body cam footage, just edited the gun part out. They just edited it out. They edited the gun out of the video to make it look like the kid yeah. was unarmed when he was shot by the police. Like, I, I'm just like, I'm not trying to get too hyperbolic here, Aaron, but like, why? I mean, like, the, the only reason I can think of as to why CBS News would do that is because they want dead cops and they want dead protesters and rioters. They just want death. They want people to die. Because apparently to these people, death sells. They just want death. I mean, like, well, yeah, like it, it, I, I don't know, other than that's what the, other than the corporate press wants people to die, I can think of no other reason for editing that video. Well, like, again, it, it comes down to upholding narratives. And, yeah, like, editing, you know, the fact he had a gun in his hand goes against the narrative of, of systemic racism and, and policing. Um, it, it, it kind of goes back to when the George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin, 
um, incident all those years ago, there was NBC was found to have edited a, the the phone call between George Zimmerman and I think it was like 911 he was on the phone with, and NBC had had edited it so it looks like George Zimmerman had said you know he's effing black about Javon Martin, but but NBC had edited out the part. Where the where the nine one one caller asked, or maybe even police caller, whoever, like asked asked Zimmerman, okay, like what does he look like, you know, what's you know, what is he, and and that's what prompted him to say, like, yeah, he's whatever height, he's black, you know, so so he wasn't saying it as as a pejorative, like he was giving it as a descriptor, uh, but NBC had edited it to make it seem like he was being that he made a a, a racial slur. Uh, about Trayvon Martin, and, and of course, there's the whole New York Times calling George Zimmerman a white Hispanic, <laughs> uh, which, which to this day still makes no sense. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, we, we, when you take instance like that and look at what happened with um, Ron DeSantis with CBS 60 Minutes running that terrible hit piece where they completely edited out <laughs> Ron DeSantis's uh, back and forth with that reporter, basically debunking the whole story. Um, and, and for those who the podcast who are familiar with the story, basically, the 60 minutes piece was trying to just trying to provide the narrative that DeSantis had sort of like engaged in a pay-for-play scenario with, with the vaccines, with or with a, with, a, with a retail chain called Publix. Yeah. Um, trying to cite some sort of like donations or whatever, but but, but the whole story was bogus because firstly, Publix has donated to both Republicans and Democrats. Publix is also, from what, from what I understand, the most reliable retail chain in Florida. It's the largest chain, um, and they they had volunteered to to be on the forefront of, of getting these vaccines out. And there are two Democrat officials that back up Santa's story on it. You know, so like, and two Democrat officials actually went out and said like CBS, like like you're like this is BS. This is a BS story. Um, but the CBS is like, they're still standing by the story. They're saying like, well. You know, we just edited for clarity. You know, we ha- we've had people tell us we like it, including one former respected journalist, which I can only assume is Dan Rather, who is not respected, given that or he has his own fake yeah. news history. Or a journalist, yeah, exactly. You know, a- after the whole Rathergate thing, um, you know, the whole the whole like fake but accurate mantra. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I mean, I know that got a lot of attention there, but the point being is that there are so many examples of of the mainstream media engaging in deceptive editing like that and it all goes in one direction really you know when it comes to upholding leftist narratives and it just goes to show how the media they are not interested in being objective they're not interested in telling you the truth they are interested and they're interested in activism they're interested in in getting their narrative out there but it's worse than Um, that it's not like obviously that's right but it's worse than that i mean these people are getting people killed like the the press, it's not just the oh they're the cute little press. They're biased against the right and they get it wrong a lot. Yeah. No, like they're monsters with blood on their hands. You know what I mean? Really. And like the power yeah, of the corporate press is is incredible. Like the the Afghanistan lie from last year, that uh, the yeah. Department of Defense came out and said was total BS. Um, when, when President Trump said he wanted to withdraw the troops from Afghanistan, it was like a year year and a half ago. Um, the the press. The press, they just made up out of thin air, just made up a story about the Russians, Vladimir Putin, putting bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. And they use that to, like, keep us in Afghanistan. (laughs) And then now that President Biden says he wants out of Afghanistan, um, they're all like, oh, yeah, well, that story, that was actually fake. (laughs) So it's like, but wait a minute. And I'm not even talking, I'm not even making, like, a libertarian argument. I'm not talking about whether or not 
like we should be in Afghanistan. Like I know you and I differ on on some points in on Middle East policy, but that's not even the point. I'm just saying like the press will just lie. They just lied because they didn't want Trump to withdraw troops from Afghanistan because they wanted a Democrat to get credit for ending the war in Afghanistan. That's so they just made up a lie about Vladimir Putin and 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 killing U.S. soldiers just to keep us at war in Afghanistan. Okay, so it's like every soldier that died between then and now in Afghanistan, like that blood is on the, the press's hands. And I mean, any woman or child that died is collateral damage from either side shooting at each other. Like, th- this is not, well, I, they're, they're not just wrong. They just, their lies have consequences. And those consequences involve human beings dying. Like that, like people always wonder why I go so hard after the press because they have their blood-soaked monsters. That's why they are blood-soaked monsters. These people, my goodness. Well, I mean, they, the, the press definitely ha- has a sordid history of blood, blood, blood on their hands. Um, I would recommend your, your your listeners read Mark Levin's *Unfreedom of the Press* book, but that goes into a lot of the history. But among other things, you have the New York Times, which had a reporting Walter Durante. Um, basically, essentially, shill for Stalin. Yeah. You know, if, as part of their paper's coverage, and basically, like, you know, say, oh, everything's great in the Soviet Union. You know, there's no, there's no murders going on here, no forced famines or massacres. Even though, like, he, Stalin was engaging in a forced famine against the Ukrainians, <laughs> and Walter Durante's reaction was just to shrug it off and, and, and be like, you know, sometimes to make an omelet, you have to crack a few eggs, which which is a, which is extremely like. I mean, that's a chilling thought to have, you know, to, to be so ideologically, um, to be so, like, ideologically diluted to think that, like, people dying is just all part of a greater cause. Like, that is, like, like that is, people that, dying. that's people, it's, That's not people dying. It's but, not some guy getting shot by the cops or something. Stalin killed a minimum of 20 million people, probably somewhere between 25 and 30 million people. Right. That's and not this a few eggs. That's entire right. generations of, of yeah, human and, beings. Right, and this reporter won a Pulitzer. Walter Durante won a Pulitzer for his reporting. Um, and the New York Times, you know, Mark Levin calls them the Holocaust, denying New York Times. And that's because during the Holocaust, the New York Times literally buried the Holocaust in their coverage. Yes. Like it should have been front page news, but they yes. they buried it within the paper. And it turns out, like the the publisher of the New York Times, Arthur Sulzberger, he didn't want to be known as, as a Jewish newspaper, and Arthur Sulzberger was Jewish. Um, so like. It, it's, I, I, I mean, it's it's just crazy how, how, and, and you don't take my word for it. Like the New York Times itself admitted this. Like, like yeah. they ran a story a few years back saying, like, oh yeah, you know, we bear the Holocaust in our coverage, our bad guys. But it's like, well, I mean, it's well, you're bad. Meanwhile, six million Jews died, as did millions of others, as is all the, the Nazis' atrocities. Um, and it's it's like this is the paper record. Like this is the this is this is the paper that that really helps drive the news every day. Like, but I don't think most people even know about the New York Times' sordid history. And I think if they did, they would never take them seriously anymore. Yeah. But most people just don't know about it because, again, like like the mainstream media has so much power, and they never talk about it. Yeah, and that, you know, that's. It's, it's, I, I get so much crap. Like I get so yeah. much crap for quote unquote going too far on this podcast. But that I mean that's because I, I know enough about history to know that the bad guys there's no upper limit. There's no governor on on what these people are willing to do for power. You know like like you said, the the 
the press, the New York Times, was willing to shill for Stalin and cover up the Holocaust. Like, there's as a journalist, there's nothing worse than that that you can do. Like, there's nothing. Like, there, as a newspaper, there's really nothing below covering up the Holocaust and chill, and then chilling for Stalin, yeah. you know, 10 years later. Like, that, that's as bad as it gets. And, like, you know, people say, you know, well, the Democrats won't actually go ban your guns and arrest you. For, I'm like, the, gov- the Democratic politicians won't do what? 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 Like, I, I, a lot of conservatives will say, oh, Joe Biden won't actually do this. Oh, Bernie Sanders wouldn't actually do that. Like what? They wouldn't send the ATF to Texas to slaughter women and children? <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? They wouldn't do it? Because they did that. They wouldn't, what, bomb a Doctors Without Borders hospital in Yemen? Because they did. I mean, it's like, trust me, when it comes to either the politicians or the press, there's no limit to what these degenerates can and will do. Like, whatever, if you are an apologist, a corporate press apologist, saying they won't actually do blank, just remember that the New York Times covered up the Holocaust, guys. Like, these people have no limit. There's no upper limit to the degeneracy of these people. Yeah, well, I mean, just look at the fact that, like, the filibuster in the Senate is hanging by a thread. Yeah. Um, it, it's really it's, it's hanging on thanks to Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, and that's a very thin line to, to rely upon because I you know I you know they're both moderates in their parties so to speak. But yeah, I mean I don't that's think, a, yeah that's using that term loosely. It's it's, but, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's a very relative term. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the Democrats, it, but like you know I'm not confident that they're they're, they're gonna like that they're not gonna fold. Um, but but even even if they don't like. The fact is, is that the Democrats, I think 22 will be a good year for Republicans. But, Dem- but you know, on the off chance that Democrats gain a solid majority of the Senate, then the filibuster's gone. Yeah. It's just gone. Yep, it's gone. And, and, and the Democrats can get whatever they want. And, and it, it's, it's, it's just crazy thing about how, like, we're one election away from everything just being over for the country. Yeah. And, um, and, and I that's hate, a really scary thought. I know. And, and people make fun of us for saying that, but the, the, our political opponents brag about that. I mean, they, they're bragging yeah, about mean, being able to be one election away from ending the country. I mean, it's like, just just listen to them. And when people tell you who they are, you know, it's best to believe them. I, I do think uh, uh, 2022 is going to be a good year for the GOP, at least yeah, the way I agree. things are shaping up right now. Obviously, it's too you know soon to predict. But the last thing I wanted to mention uh, before I let you go, Aaron, it, you know, we've been talking a lot about how the press is is trying their their darndest to control every narrative. Um, there's a Pew Research poll that came out yesterday that this is just amazing. This is incredible. That uh, they have President Biden's approval rating at uh, 59%. And it's like, oh, that's surprising, right? Like, he's barely hanging on. <laughs> like, he can't finish a sentence. He's introduced all kinds of, like, evil leftist policy that most people hate. You know how... Uh, and then you, you read yeah. into it. They over... <laughs> Pew oversampled Democrats by... Wait for it. Wait for it. 30 points. <laughs> 30. Oh, my God. 30. Okay. In, in this poll, Democrats were 65.5% and Republicans were 34.5%. They oversampled—most polls, most of these national polling companies oversample Democrats. They always do. By a few points, you know, they use their polls as a weapon to try to discourage uh, Republican voters. I understand this. We get that. 30 points. 30? 30. 30. Dude, I mean, yeah, on, that's that's on, just like, man. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, I mean, it, it talk about just like, you know, like really not caring about like the about objectivity and just like 
getting the result you want. I mean, I mean, Pew for the most part, I think is 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 pretty good as far as surveys go. But like that is just wow, <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I mean, like e- e- even Pew apparently isn't immune to a lot of this activism. Um, yeah, I was gonna say because I, I recall seeing a poll. I forget which, you know, like who did the poll, but it showed Biden with like forty nine percent approval, forty three percent disapproval. Like that's, you know, that's that's not, you know. For first-term president, that's still like in the honeymoon phase, so to speak. That, that's not that, that's not particularly good. That's not, that's not that strong. Exactly. And, I mean, you know, that, I, I, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, I, they they have him at fifty-nine percent. I mean, they they you oversample Democrats by thirty points. You can still crazy only, only get the old man to fifty-nine percent plus nine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like I I I fully expect their Biden's approval numbers to be good for a while, just because like you know, the pandemic's coming to an end. That's thanks to Trump, not to Biden. But, but generally speaking, like like people will tend to place blame or praise for whoever happens to be in power during times, you know, when, when, when things are good. Um, and so I'm sure as as the pandemic ends, Biden's approval numbers will go up. But eventually, like they're gonna come back down because you know, because of the policies he's, he's been passing, the fact that there's been all this spending happening, um, you know, what with the COVID bill. To the two trillion COVID bill and now the whole infrastructure bill are trying to pass. Now everything's infrastructure, which <laughs> which is hilarious, but actually not. We we think about the ramifications of it. There's going to be inflation, and we're already seeing inflation happening. Um, you know what with gas with gas prices, especially. Uh, that's only going to get worse as time goes on. I keep going back and, and forth with the uh, just just a side note. Sorry to cut you off, man. Yeah. But I think you're absolutely right. Um, but I I keep going back and forth. With the whole everything's in infrastructure, like my initial reaction was to make fun of these people because they're hilarious little people who say stupid things all the yeah. time. And it's like, yeah. look at these Democrats. They're being ridiculous again. But it's like, it's more so just creepy. I don't know, man. Like, it is, it's always disturbing to me when people just try to change the meaning of language. Like, as ridiculous as it is. Oh, for sure. Like, it's, it's silly and ridiculous. Like, I get it. Like, AOC's a dummy. And then all these, these random congressmen that, I forget who, who said that, who had, like, the, the most egregious, like, what was it like women's uh, rights it, like abortion yeah, is infrastructure it, yes. it's like all this ridiculous... yeah like that, 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 that i was i think it was kirsten gillibrand was the one yes, that yes yeah and i was saying all that but it was just and that tweet was, was mocked so much on twitter it's great but like besides the humor and it is funny but it's like it's it is kind of weird and creepy orwellian you know to, to watch these people try yeah. to uh try to just change language like that side note like i i know she ran for president but I completely, until she tweeted that ridiculous nonsense last week, I forgot that Kirsten Gillibrand existed. Uh, same. <laughs> she just same. completely disappeared. Like I, maybe because there was just way too many Democrats who ran for president. There was like 35 of them or something. But yeah. Like, she just, for some reason, like I have a limited amount of brain space, and she, my brain just deleted Kirsten Gillibrand. Just she was gone, completely gone. I was like, yeah, she, same. She kind of, Holy crap, that's a senator from New York. Wow, totally forgot about her. Thought it was just Chuck Schumer and and then a nameless, faceless person <laughs> representing New York. Uh, yeah. You know? uh, uh, yeah. I mean, she is that she is that forgettable of, of a senator. It's just <laughs> taking shots with like the the weird like rainbow flag stuff and in the bar. To, yeah. Uh, and then all the, all the people in Iowa just staring at her like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> like we're a bunch of farmers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, Aaron, my brother, thanks for doing this, man. I'm sure we'll do it again soon. Where can everybody follow you online yeah. and read your stuff and keep in touch? Yeah, follow, so follow me on Twitter at Bandler's Banter. Uh, I write for the Jewish Journal. Uh, you can read my stuff on JewishJournal.com. 
Um, yeah, you know, g- g- give me a follow, give my give my stuff a read. Uh, mainly covering anti-Semitism, anti-Israel stuff. Um, which one of these days we gotta have a show dedicated to just like <laughs> the topics that that I write about because I, I think that might be. Um, you know, it, it, it something new for your listeners. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, and I'm actually going to be, I, I uh, made the decision a while ago, I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff like that, <laughs> just focusing on, um, on you know, singular topics instead of news of the day, because like I mentioned to start off the show, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I can't just yeah, know, I don't blame go you. from one police shooting to another. So it, I am going to make a concerted effort to do more uh targeted shows in, in the near future but everybody follow Aaron yeah uh, he's great everybody check out the Jew- Jewish Journal they're great uh, doing Lord's work over there uh, that's all I got for today I am Brady Leonard I'll be back on Wednesday no gimmicks <laughs>